Listening Room, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of sound, presented by Kef. My name is Jack Shark, and I'd like to welcome you to The Listening Room. This podcast is brought to you by Kef, where we aspire to musical perfection. This episode is part two of our exclusive tour of the Big House Museum in Macon, Georgia, with museum curator Richard Brent. The Big House was the home of several members of the Allman Brothers Band and a command center of sorts from 1970 until 1973. And even if you're only marginally into the music of the Allman Brothers Band, the Big House is worth the trip. If you're a fan of the band and its music, then the Big House should be on your bucket list. In episode 16, we toured through the exhibits downstairs at the museum, and in this episode, we'll go upstairs to the private living quarters of Greg and Dwayne Allman and bassist Barry Oakley. You get up to the landing here, you got original stained glass from the home. Hmm. Um, but here you get to see just family members. Uh, that's Dwayne 61 uh, Hummingbird. Ah. Now, by any chance, do we know if, if that's what he played Little Martha on? No, no, he, he played Little Martha on Dover. Oh, okay. Which Dickie owns a little bit on that one. Oh, okay. So this, uh, once you get to the top of the steps, you know, this room first, we call it the roadie room now. It was originally Glad Rail's nursery, which was Dwayne's daughter, <laughs> Dwayne and Donna. But I turned this into uh, the roadie room. Here we celebrate all the original roadies, and this is life on the road, blown speakers, yeah. hotel keys. You, I don't know, I see them, they're starting to come back a little bit. Oh, that's great. But uh, drumsticks, you know, passes, tickets. Then, of course, this is set up like a, our dear friend, the late Brian Farmer, um, such a great guy. So this is set up for fans to be able to see what, you know, what a guitar tech would have done on the right. side of the stage. Yeah. And Peterson Strobe tuning still works. Hmm. And uh, some great, some Jim Marshall. Uh, these are the actual proofs Jim Marshall received. Really? Yeah, so we're honored to be able to. Now, is that building those. still standing? No, it's not. But right. it was right across from the Capricorn Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've often tried to talk about um, getting some sort of sort of a plaque or a marker there. To, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know it stands the test of t- the test of time. It truly is one of the greatest live albums ever. If Unbelievable. Not the greatest. Yeah, yeah. And I recently got a chance to hear it in a. In a the reissue 180 gram vinyl and you know the remastered and it's when you think about the technology they used to record that back then and how it sounds and how great the musicians sound it's just you keep going back to it over and over and over again as, right. as, the, as the record of choice yeah absolutely yeah, in fact I think when I leave here I'll be putting a little hot land on <laughs> as I head north on I-75 <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll head into Dwayne's room okay for guitar players, this is hallowed ground here. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, we uh, doing in his closet. The original wallpaper still there. So um, his jacket, one of his jackets. Hmm. Um, a necklace that he never received. The necklace, all the brothers got those necklaces when they came into the band. And uh, but unfortunately, Dwayne had his accident. Yeah. It arrived a week or two after. And there's a check from Fame, I guess that was Yeah, his... yeah, we blew that check up so everybody could see Rick Holiday, yeah. his signature and, you know, stuff he was doing. But mm. yeah, so you get to see how it was set up. You got a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction trophy there. 
you know, it's, you don't think of, you know, the fact that these, you know, you, you just had a bedroom that was like a regular room and, right. you know, just had his stuff in it. And you don't really think of that in terms of so to be able well, to walk in here and see it is awesome. It is. And, you know, the flip side of that is he wasn't here very much. Right. <laughs> right. Those guys, those days, those guys were on the road 300 days a year, yeah. if not more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it was easy. To, it was easy to keep it up to date if nobody was ever using it. Right. Gosh, those guys. They were in a van, or old truck, just and going from the warehouse, New Orleans, to Fillmore East, to Fillmore West, yeah. and everywhere in between. Yeah. And it was just like yeah, no buses, no, no tractor trailers. It was them in a van. Yeah, Dwayne never saw the inside of a real tour bus. Yeah, man, that's the truth. That's amazing. And when you think about that, yeah. We're coming to the opening suite here, this is little Brittany's room. That's her dress off the back of the brothers and sisters album. Oh my little, goodness! Little yeah, right there. And then we're winding here to the actual. Barry and Big Linda's suite. Um, we have an interview playing that you actually get to hear Barry's voice. Oh, wow. So it's pretty rare. Of course, they were big into riding horses. So hmm. This was Barry's work desk right here. We have a lot of the personal belongings in there. And we have a ton more upstairs. We just rotate them in. Yeah. This is uh, the favorite room I was missing the catamaran. So this is where they would hang out, listen to music, relax, do their thing. Hmm. Um, you know, it had a unique feature of seven head shower, which was uh, <laughs> odd for the time. Yeah, yeah. But you know, here I've got a, a letter sent out from Barry writing home. You know, hmm. obviously they're copies, but yeah. Um, but just yeah. just amazing to you know, and it it, it could look. Uh, it could, it's an immediate step back in time, 40, yeah. 40 odd years. Yeah. It's well, just, that's my, our goal is to make everybody a hippie again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is great. When you walk, you come here expecting nothing. And this is the biggest compliment we always get. People tell me over and over again, they come here expecting nothing. They just right. ride down the interstate to see a billboard. Oh, the Allman Brothers Museum. Let's yeah. go check Let's that out. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is going to be one room. They get here and they leave just mind blown. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the, the, the more you're walking me through it and the more we're talking about it and the more all these memories are flooding back in and the joy that they gave me and to, to just be in here and kind of smell the smells and yeah. you know, it's, it's really, really phenomenal. And we keep instruments out for folks because, you know, they, hmm. people like to you know, just, just to say they played. Sit. Yeah, well, you know, just let them sit in here. And See, and... And to be able to say that you that you played that riff in this room is wow. <laughs> well, that song was probably written here as well. Yeah. So, you wow. know, the other songs we didn't get into was Midnight Rider, uh, Please Call Home, which is written about the big house, a song about home. Was it? One of the most beautiful, mm -hmm. emotional songs I've maybe ever heard to me. And, and so that he wrote that about, about not being here. Right. Yeah. And then um, the other, uh, Queen of Hearts, which was on Laid Back, okay. Greg's debut solo record. You know, that part of that song was worked up here as well, too. So. No kidding. Wow. And then you exit out here. This would have been a closet here, but this was Greg and Candace's room. Greg was dating Barry's sister, Candace, I believe, briefly. Right. And he was here, so this was, would have been their room. Um, but, yeah, um, a lot of great items in here, just stuff over the years. Hmm. We have a fun carousel that you can... Scroll through and just look at different odds and ends, you know, Jamo's driver's license. Oh, that's great. You know, 
just stuff like that. Yeah, all the little things that, that make up a lifetime and make up a make up a history. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love Alan Woody's uh, business card. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here you have, uh, we have the uh, document where Jambo legally changed his name from J. John to Johansson to Jambo. Uh, right beside a letter from J uh, President Carter thanking him for all his help during the campaign, uh, helping him. Huh. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and just. And then right behind the twigs, Lyndon Twigs. We had to talk about Twigs is really no. the first, considered to be the first Almond brother. Twigs is who Phil Walton sent out to most of the shows to take a look at Dwayne Almond. Right. It was Twigs Linden who phoned back. Oh, so he worked with Phil before he hooked yeah, up he, the Almond Brothers. Well, it's even better than that. He was actually tour managing Little Richard. Little Richard had a pretty good guitarist in his band at the time. Aha. Uh -huh. Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Twigs worked with Jimmy Hendrix and Dwayne Almond. Oh, my so, goodness. Of course, you know, Jimmy wasn't the Jimmy we know at that time. Right, but, right. It's yeah, but nevertheless, he was still Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really knock that down that much. Yeah. So once you finish up here, that's, you know, we're heading downstairs now, back down. And, um, that's great. Now, the other guys, like um, Butch and, and, and J-Mo, where did they stay? Well, they had different places. I mean, everybody kind of crashed here. This is basically um, headquarters. Okay. Um, you know, so for the first year, you had Dwayne and Donna uh, here, and, and and Greg and Candace, and then uh, Barry and Linda. And okay. But, you know, Greg and Dwayne didn't stay here very long. They were just here like a few months. Right. Then, But you know, everybody kind of had their own place. But this was always headquarters. Um, whether they had another place or not, they usually always this crashed was the here. Got it. Um, yeah. You know, practice happened here. Uh, tours started and ended here. Um, just on and on and on. They met Sundays and had big family dinners in the backyard. Just doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you do with your family. You grew up, that's what they were Yeah, that's what they were doing. And it's you know it was beautiful to know that that's that's where that music came from. And this is a house built of love. I mean and that's what we always say and it's the truth. Yeah. And I think what's 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 so incredible about it was is as I'm walking with you. <clears throat> to to kind of understand it, it continues to be a house of love and a house of just reverence for what went on here. And I think that's what makes this museum so special is the way you guys are running this place. Yeah, it's yeah, fabulous. Well, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, so, that's what we strive for, you know. Um, at the end of the day, we're just fans too. Yeah, you know? and that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah, so, um, and the last thing here in the kitchen, this is dedicated to Mama Louise, and then that's where the guys wrote most of the songs. Of course, Ramblin' Man was worked up in hmm. this room. But Mama Louise owns the H and H. She she fed the guys for free. Right. Um, if it wasn't for her, they probably would have starved to death. Now is H and H still? Is it gone? It is. No, it's, it's still open. It's still open. Um, yep. You can eat there. Uh, I think uh, pretty much every day of the week now. They might be closed on Mondays now, but other than that. Well, I think it's going to be lunch for me on the way out of town now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can get a big, great breakfast and a great lunch. So they yeah. close at three. But if uh, I will warn you now. Um, I jokingly tell everybody they've been using the same grease since 1955. So when you walk in and when you leave, you will have an aroma on you. Um, because people come in all the time and they're blown away that I instantly look up and say, you've been to the H&H. &H. Oh, you can. And they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it. 
yeah, great fried chicken, fried pork chops, just the vegetables, you know, good home cooked food. You've made it sound even more appealing. Now I definitely want to go. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm going to be by myself for the ride home back to Nashville anyway, so it's all They're going to have to write me a check saying all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell them no, Richard sent me. It's, it's, it's an extension of the museum, it really is. When you go there, yeah. it's just wall-to-wall memorabilia. Yeah. Still, great photos and stuff. Fantastic. And then the back here is just a little, you know, we have some great artwork on the walls and just some accolades the guys acquired throughout the years. You know, ah, set lists. And, yeah. Well, this is actually the final. It's a little special one. This is the last one. Oh, okay. So that was from October 20, I mean, uh, yeah, October 28, 2014. You know, those Beacon shows were just phenomenal. And I, I, I've seen Beacon shows from the closest I got was the fourth row on a pre-sale and way standing up in the back. And I had a good time no matter where I was. And it right. was just, you, it was what made you look forward for years for me and for a lot of people. Made you look forward to March because sure. in, in March, you knew that you had that. So, um, cool. So listen. Richard Brent, I'd like to thank you so, so very much My for pleasure. having me today and, and, and letting us go and get like a behind-the-scenes peek at things. And, and I absolutely recommend if you're an Allman Brothers fan or a Southern Rock fan or you've got any kind of connection to that period of time at all musically, and if you're in the Macon, Georgia area, you've got to make it a point to stop by. And tell my new friend Richard hello and Maggie here. Everybody's been so wonderful to me. And the website. Go to www.thebighousemuseum.com, and uh, you can find all our news there you can sign up there to get our emails you know to know what we have going on um, you can shop at our wonderful uh, online store you can buy memberships online help support the museum you can make donations you can do it all right there fantastic and I, I really recommend if again like I said if even you're a marginal fan get involved in this place because it's a piece of history for everybody ask Maggie talk to Maggie see you can get her I was only no I'm <laughs> and how long have you been, been with the museum? Um, well, full-time I've been here since November. Okay. But I was an intern here my last semester of college because I graduated from Mercer last year, Okay. Um, which is right down the street. And so I was able to come in here and be the social media technology intern for the big house. Oh, that's so great. That's, yeah, so um, that's kind of how I found out about this place because I've been a huge Almond Brothers fan my entire life. Right. I didn't know this was here. I right. had no idea. Right. <laughs> um, so... That's and I was just, yeah, I was just really lucky to be able to, I came here for an event one time, and right. then I had no idea I was here for the first time, and I came back, and I was like, man, I need to come back here a lot. And yeah. so I was able to talk to the director at the time, and um, he gave me the opportunity to be an intern here, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. What's the coolest fan story you've got? Um, Not to put you on the spot, but no, you got a, you got a fan story that really just sticks out? Yeah. Um, there's a couple. Okay, so my my favorite story that I've gotten from anybody that's walked in here is a guy who was here the very first time the Allman Brothers played at Piedmont Park in Atlanta. Okay. He was there. He was 16 years old. You know, he had never heard of this band before. He just happened to walk up upon them, and he just said that it changed his life, and that it's incredible, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I hear those stories a lot, but that was my favorite. Right. Um, and, uh, but my favorite recent story that's happened is there was a, a family here from Brazil, and they came all the way from Brazil to here hmm. just to be here just to come at here. the house. Yes, they just came here. And um, <laughs> and the son was such a huge Greg Allman, Allman Brothers fan. He didn't know that Greg Allman was playing that night here, well, downtown to make right. Um, and we were able to get him tickets to go to the show. Oh. And so he got to see his hero. Because, right. And he didn't even know that he was going to be here. He just right. happened to be 
the right time. Yeah. So that's that's my favorite. See, and that's that's the fun of that whole you know society. They were people that would be a fan of a band and get involved in a band at that level because you never know what cool thing mm -hmm. is going to happen to you during that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, but it was it was just it was my favorite thing I've ever seen. You know, yeah. I've, I've never seen a kid light up so much. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, and the joy that you were able to, to be yeah, part of that. It yeah, it was fun. It yeah. was cool. So, great. Well, I'm going to sneak around and get some yeah. pictures with my iPhone because my battery <laughs> is dead. So, and, and that's uh, that's cool. And then I'm going to come back and bother you for a couple of things. Yeah, I'm going to get fine. out of here. No worries. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. I'd like to thank Richard and Maggie for being such gracious hosts and allowing me to kind of roam around the place and ask them a bunch of questions and generally just get in their way for an hour or so. You can check out The Big House at www.thebighousemuseum.com. And, of course, if you're ever in the Atlanta or Macon area, you should definitely make some time to visit. Please keep an eye out for the next listening room, but in the meantime, you can check out Kef at Kef.com and KefDirect.com. Plus, you can keep up with my blog at KefDirect.com. You can also stay up to date with all things Kef by following us on Twitter at Kef underscore America and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KefAmerica. You can drop us a line at the listening room at KefAmerica.com. My name is Jack Sharkey, and this is The Listening Room, and we'll see you next time.